Okay, so chapter seven, working with others. Practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. It works when other activities fail. This is our 12th suggestion. Carry this message to other alcoholics. You can help when no one else can. You can secure their confidence when others fail. Remember, they are very ill. Life will take on new meaning to watch people recover, see them help others, to watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends. This is an experience you must not miss. We know we, you will not want to miss it. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is a bright spot in our lives, of our lives. Perhaps you are not, not acquainted with any drinkers who want to recover. You can easily find some by asking a few doctors, ministers, priests or hospitals. They'll be only too glad to assist you. Don't start out as an evangelist or reformer. Unfortunately, a lot of prejudice exists. You will be handicapped if you arouse it. Ministers and doctors are competent and you can learn much from them if you wish. But it happens that because of your own drinking experience, you can be uniquely useful to other alcoholics. So cooperate, never criticise. To be helpful is our only aim. And uh, yeah, with that, I'll hand it over to you, Paul. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Uh, Paul, Tuesday. Yeah, of course, beautiful reading, working with others. Basically, you know, extreme self-centeredness, that's the condition or the state. I can't hear you at the minute, Paul, has your mic gone off maybe? I don't see his video. Yeah, the connection. Oh, we've lost Paul. Okay, I'm sure I'll be back in a moment. <laughs> Hopefully. Take over, Ben. <laughs> see what you got. Oh, here he is. Here's Paul. Okay. <laughs> hey, Paul, you're back. Paul, I don't know if you're speaking, but we can't hear you at the moment. Well, it might not be an all-share meeting, but since we're still waiting for Paul, if anyone's got anything we wish to share, um, please go ahead. Rich, didn't they tell you you have to entertain us? Didn't Mike tell you if this happens? He's coming back. He's, he's coming back. <laughs> I'm thinking what, what part of my limited skill set could be useful here. He's gonna, hey everybody, he's gonna try the IT solution. He's gonna turn off his device and turn it back on again to see if he can get some functionality. Yeah. Works yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah, it usually does. Yeah. So bear with us for just a few minutes and um, yeah.
you have the um, do you have the IT crowd in uh, America? You, guys, you could try doing what my dog does. This is what you do. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> T turning it off and on again. Yeah. You just do nothing. Just chill well, out. you know, I've learned that even if it is Paul's Wi-Fi, I still blame myself. <laughs> oh, I know. No, no I did it. I did it, Jack. It's my fault. <laughs> no, it's my Wi-Fi. No, it's my <laughs> fault. <laughs> I'm the special one. I did it. I did it. No, I did it. <laughs> you guys can blame the new guy. I'm the yeah. most self-centered person here. I, it's my self-centeredness. I caused it. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. It's Trump everything, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to answer your question, Rich, we do get, I, I, at least I get the IT crowd. It's a funny so you know the one with the three people in the IT team. Yeah, and I remember the very first episode, that's all he does. He has a recorded message. And when anyone phones IT, he just, he just plays the, just turn it off and turn it back on. And that should do the trick. Bye. And he just plays the tape continually all day. Brilliant if anyone had a chance to see it. Yeah, it is. As he's eating donuts. <laughs> right. Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's one of those, like all the best comedy series, it never goes on long enough. It just seemed to, I watched them all in one go, not in one day, I might have. Been, it's a but, great, great, great show. I love that show. Yeah, so funny. I keep re-watching it. I need to do that. I've only actually seen Wait, it what, once. What show? What show? It's called The IT Crowd. It's a British um, sitcom. It's on Netflix. It. Is it? Oh, it no, the go. IT Crowd? Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. Oh, it's, very, it's very British. I love that. So if you like, if you like that comedy, you'll love it. If you don't, okay. yeah. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> if you like Richard I... Ayoade, you might know him. Here, know. The IT crowd. Yeah, it shows a lot of selfie going on. That's what's hilarious. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of humor, definitely. Right. Brits of the masters of the ego. Well, we're not, but you know what I mean? The opposite of the masters of the ego. We are all ego. Hey, I didn't come here for nothing. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Paul, are you there? Hey, Paul, we're doing TV recommendations now. Oh, he's, he's connecting. Hold on. The audio. Well, who steps in? Ah, there he is. Hey, that guy looks like Paul Hederman. Hey, I can I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Michael, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, Paul. Go ahead. You want me to start with it again? Yes, please. Uh, yes. So the idea, the root of the problem and all like that, and the activity is obsession with self. Yes. So they found that the best remedy of that would be working with others. Because why? It would pull the attention and interest off of self and put it onto the event that was happening. Yeah. With the hopes that somehow you become familiar with that, at least there's a possibility and now you know what to do when you didn't know what to do many times, which is to do service, yeah? And service will pull you out of that little ass of self. And hopefully these positions being taken sincerely will get established. And those positions are what? A shifting from the basis of trusting life, trusting the finite self to trusting the infinite, just the way it moves, yeah? And we have a way of life that sort of directs that migration towards trusting the infinite, yeah? 
with hopes that over time you'll break the contact with trusting the finite self. I feel like it's almost as if uh, you move through a gravitational field and you hit a certain point with many of us, it's when that obsession to drink is removed and now you're getting sucked into the gravitational field of the infinite and you're leaving the gravitational field of self and you're getting, you know, radio uh, messages from self. <laughs> and at this point, it has been broken. So, hey, listen, you may hear it, but you're not usually following it anymore. If you do, there's ways of cleaning up messes, which Hey, Paul, your audio is going out again. Maybe, maybe if you try to turn off your video, it helps the, the audio portion. Maybe he could go on his phone. Yeah, if he just left, he'd he, probably be right back. So this is like a Christmas special, isn't it? Where it's all a little bit different. <laughs> a few curveballs and things. He's going to come back dressed as Santa, isn't he? I know it. This is all the build-up to it. <laughs> Rich, I think you need to sing us a Christmas song. <laughs> I have a two-year-old daughter, and my singing's about bad. Even my two-year-old, she goes, stop it, quiet, <laughs> whenever I try and sing. And that's just my jingle bells. <laughs> my kids used to do the same thing. Their little hands would come up and go over my mouth when I was singing them lullabies. <laughs> I think I'm back again. We can yeah. hear you better now, yeah. All right. You can hear me, yeah. Well, let's try this again. I don't know. There must be bad service around here today. All right. So, uh, again, the emphasis is on service and working with others, obviously, is service. And basically, it's a win-win because hopefully something, uh, the person that you're with gets something from you and you're going to get a whole lot from doing the service, yeah? So, uh, if this is all new to you, I would just go to the AE meetings, yeah? And listen to people and see what they do before the meeting and after the meeting, putting up the chairs and making the coffee and stuff and you'll get a you know a practical illustration of what we're talking about yeah and then i'd like to take the opportunity at this platform to get to something other than the practicality of of uh the day-to-day -day life of attempting to stay sober or get sober or already i'm being sober which is to go to the exact nature of the wrong and just get a sense because the greatest influence in your life is what where you're viewing life from yeah and they're basically presenting two two binary uh basis one is hopefully the previous basis which is trusting the finite self which is the root of the problem yes faith in self uh you know, a devotion to the thought system, uh, seeing everything as how it pertains to you, not being able to put yourself in other people's shoes. All of these things are, are expressions of that condition. And perhaps there's the better way is trusting the infinite. Yeah. And what hap what is that way of life about? It's about 
directing a migration of interest from self to the infinite. Yeah. Now, all the other practicalities have incredible value, but I like to take the opportunity on this platform to try to get to the basis of life. And there needs to be a shift from the adoration of self into of, we want to call it spirit, yeah? That's going to be uh, that light and that and the direction of that light which we are is going to be directed and pointed by either that basis of trust in the infinite or finite self, yes? So that, that to me is uh, the underlying construct and then there's the living in the constructions and some of those constructions are being reconstructed and we run into problems and irritability and restlessness and therefore the solutions that show up in that case is hey when everything else has failed do some service yes this is why we give it as a, as a suggestion quite a lot here when i hear someone saying i'm totally screwed on this or that then we don't talk about the exact nature of the wrong. We tell them what to do. Hey, there's a pail of water, and this will help put out the seeming fire. Yes? But hopefully we can have this opportunity and just stay on point in a way. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's. A, I feel it is so important... Uh, to really have a sense of the exact nature of the wrong because if the exact nature is the ends up as the act of being identified as what's defeating you i think it's quite important to recognize the activity of the exact nature of the wrong because you may be holding the solution in the cradle of the problem yeah and this is what people run into People get 30 years sober and they're still having a huge amount of anxiety and guilt and shame based on what they did while they were under the influence. Yet they don't see that they were driven or compelled or they were being used by something that brought them to those decisions that set off those consequences that brought them misfortune. They're still wedded or bonded to that same basis because there's a trusting of the finite self. And the finite self is, you're the doer of what you're doing now, and you were the doer of what you did then. Not taking into consideration of the influence of the disease, or the pathogen, or the parasitical thing that's taken us over. Completely erasing our intimate experience of what it was like to be under the influence of alcoholism. And, and just seeing it from the same old lens, the same old basis, which is I'm the doer of whatever's been done through me. Yeah? This is the insanity that I would like to see and direct some attention to. Yeah? Because there is a solution to it. Yeah? So a lot of the things that we talk about on the practicality of the day-to-day -to, -day to live in is how to put out fires as fast as you can with the hopes that after a while you'll see the role that you play with the fires which is the fire starter and then you move to you know blaming others and having to constantly you know breathe and do this trying to keep yourself somewhat seemingly in the moment and you'll go past that point you'll have an assurance that you're going to be taken care of because you have a new employer now. Yeah, the old employer has been left. Yes, we have a new employer being all powerful. It's going to take care of us. So that anxiety that usually rushes over us when something's not going well and then it gets extended into a terrible life, we have ways to cut that off or or to direct it differently, like pulling a thing on a railroad, you know, you change the tracks. There's a lot of ways. We learn all about that in meetings, AA meetings, and stuff with working with sponsors, and then learning from other people's mistakes, and then learning from other people's uh, successes where 
at first you think, oh, service is a drag. I've got things I want to do that night. I don't feel like doing it. Then after a while, you see what a privilege it is to do service. And it's like taking an Epsom salt bath when your fucking muscles are sore. Yeah. You're getting relieved by the service. And now you don't look at it from a self-centered view. You see it as a great gift. This is what I like to talk about the underlying changing of the basis, how we see things, not what we see, but how we see them. Yeah. If we're looking at everything from self, we've had enough. Yes. Jesus Christ. It's like the same old, same old. Yeah. It tries to verify its contemporaneous by looking at the calendar. It's 2022, but it's a loop from 1984. It's the same old, same old. Look at your journals when you used to write journals. Yeah? 20 years later, it's the same thing. I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of. The ofs have changed, but the basis hasn't. Yes? The basis is an anxiety, an irritability, restlessness, because you're relying on something that's not reliable. Let's get down to the nuts and bolts. Yeah? Look at what you're relying on, yeah? And look at the humble suggestion is the mental state is in the act of being identified as the mental state, yeah? It has an image of you that it parades and presents and emphasizes, and somehow, almost like a a glove, the hand of spirit has been put in it. And now the spirit is looking through the glove and everything it touches is touch first gets interpreted through the glove. And we're taking ourselves to be something that the alcoholism has a field day with. Yes. Yeah, you did that shit. That was terrible. You're never going to be forgiven ever. This. Yes. Yeah. So. Perhaps there is a better way, trust in the infinite rather than finite self. What does that imply? That the problem is trusting finite self. Are you in the problem right now? Yeah. Well, how would I be able to diagnose that? Are you believing the thoughts that are happening right at this moment? Yeah. If you are, if the thoughts are saying, well, this isn't going to work, something's playing God. Yeah. It says in our book, quit playing God. Yeah, that's what's playing God. How are you going to quit playing God? You're not. You're going to see it's not you. And you're going to lose interest in that which is playing God. And you'll now be interested in the playing of God, the real playing God. Yes? Not this little masquerade event. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, you'll do service. You'll be of service. You'll be available and you'll be present. Not as a Herculean task, but as an obviousness, yeah? This idea, you know, you can see it in the commerce of spirituality. They hope the customer is in the belief that they're out of the moment, so they can sell us, this is the way you're going to get into the moment. I do not believe we've ever been out of any moment. I don't, yeah? I'm not looking to get into the moment. The head is usually looking to get out of the moment. <laughs> That's what it's trying to do by dwelling on yesterday and tomorrow. It detests the moment. Yeah. So the whole idea that it's going to get into the moment is completely contrary to its agenda to be out of the moment. Yeah. Just see you're not that which wants to be out of the moment, and you may find that you're in the moment. And when you find that you're in the moment, you find out you've never been out of the moment. You just thought you were, really. Yeah. The head's told you you were, but you're not. So now the belief in the head gets broken, and now you believe in the infinite. So I'm not trying to look. I'm not trying to get into the moment. I see that which wants to be out of the moment. And I see that as not me. Yeah. Now we do whatever's practical. Do I speak like this if there's a newcomer? I just talked to one yesterday. Of course not. Because the point is to be of help. Yeah? 
if someone's in a fire and their house is burning, I'm not going to tell them there is no house and there's no fire. I'm going to give them a pail of water, tell them where to go. Yes? I got no fucking dog in the hunt. The whole point is to be helpful. Now, I believe if you live, if you're speaking on the basis level, it can be extremely helpful if the basis could be allowed to shift from self-centeredness to centeredness. I do. Yeah. And I believe truly it will override all the particulars that we go through throughout the day. Yeah. It'll be an overriding influence no matter what's happening. Yeah. If you can see from, let's say, spirit instead of through self-centeredness. I do. I humbly believe it has produced incredible miracles that are so much, they become constant. You don't even see them as a miracle anymore. You have to be reminded by coming to meetings and shit and seeing how what's coming easy to you isn't really that easy at times. So you're incredible, grateful, and gra- you know, and you want to just share what? Well, if they're fucked, okay, let's get you out of the situation for an hour. Yeah. After a while, maybe you can tell them, hey, you know, bro, you gotta look. You're at a lot of fires, yeah. So maybe you're the fire starter. Who knows? Let's look at your role in things. What? Yeah, I'm tired of hearing their role in your things. Let's look at yours. And I humbly believe if you finally look at yours, after a while, you're going to see self in there. Yeah, because it's masquerading and disguising as you all the time. So if you look at your role in shit, you're going to see self's role in shit. If you don't look at your role in fit, shit, you're going to see those selves' roles in shit. That's not going to help. It isn't. Yeah. A lot of people can recognize the disease in someone else when they're festering in it right now. I had a lady call me once, hey, I lost the ego, but everyone else's ego's bothering me. Give me a, f- yes, it's just insane. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. There you have it for that. Yes. I love the book. I love the suggestions. I love all that. But I really want to take advantage of this time to get to the basis of things. Yeah, I really do. I really think it's that if there's a, if the disease is an act of being identified as self and you're suffering the disease, you're probably not seeing that you're acted, you're identified as self. Yeah, it's just that simple. Yes. So maybe if you can describe the disease and exact nature of the wrong, it may intimate itself, and you may actually see the nexus, or let's say the like the radioactive isotope of the disease, which is I'm taking the fucking thing that has defeated me as me. Yeah. I'm relying on that which has defeated me. They says it in the book. It's beautiful. Talks about it in the fear inventory. Why are you in so much fear? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed you? And then why are you so angry in the resentment inventory? It's because we think people are stepping on our toes, this and that. They're both rooted. The both effects are rooted in self-centeredness. Why I'm ta- having so many resentments is rooted in self-centeredness, and why I'm in, in a lot of anxiety is, is rooted in self-centeredness. How much more do you need to see? And self is not us. It says self has defeated us. I think it's very clear us is us, and self is some activity that has taken over us. And in, and in its taking over, its manifestations through our life can defeat us. Yeah? And of course, it leads us to a point where, fuck it, I'm just going to drink, even though I know it's not a wise idea, but I can't help myself because this thing has taken me over. 
Yeah, it's I'm not in the driver's seat. I'm sitting in the passenger side and it's using me for transportation. Yeah. And then when I come into an AA meeting and I hear someone share, sooner or later, I realize, man, these people, how did they get my thoughts? Because they sure sound like the thoughts I'm listening to. And they sure sound like the feelings that are promoting me to do something. And this, and it sounds like what I've done in my experiential life. Don't you see the commonality of it? How do these people have your thoughts? They don't have your thoughts. They're taken over by alcoholic thoughts. They're listening to the same direction in a different state, on a different level of of education and economics, but it's the same directive. That's why so many of us end up at that three parking spaces of institution, jails, and death. The same drivers taking all these different aspects of us to the same place. I had freedom. Freedom became realizable when I saw self as other than me. As soon as I saw it wasn't me, the possibility of being free from it became available. It was not available until that moment. I was trying to be free as self. I was trying to be free as self through drugs. I was trying to be free as self through the program. Yeah, When the freedom or the relief is from the bondage of self. And what is that? Self is a bondage. Yes? It's an add-on. It's almost something, it's like that monkey on the back, how many ways they describe it. Yeah. So, yeah. I love the readings, I do. And I love the suggestions. You ready for a question, Paul? Yes, yes. Okay, Oliver, if you'd like to unmute yourself. Hello, Paul. Hello, everyone. Um, so, you know, when I, you know, when I hear about service and uh, working with others and just being in a AA community, I remember, you know, for a couple of months, maybe this sort of social awkwardness or feeling of it or uh, kind of heritage of alienation was still somewhat present. Later, it sort of just diminished or I don't know what happened to it wasn't a factor anymore. But uh, I kind of continued to, you know, uh, mention it as a part of my story qualification, you know, how was it before? And I heard many other alcoholics share about it as well, you know, in a, in a context of how it was. Um, so you, I heard you said multiple times, um, something like, you know, the self is really foreign to us. But, you know, some two weeks ago, um, it sounded to me really like um, the selfing is really essentially foreign, as in, you know, strange to us. And that's, uh, I guess, effect of, uh, I never saw directly uh, connected, you know, the selfing with the effect of alienating, uh, you know, not just from others or, I don't know, society, but, you know, from what we truly are, right? And, uh, I found that just very helpful and uh, um, yeah, I was puzzled anyway about alienation because I thought it was kind of, I had it inherently, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, I owe you a big thanks again yeah, for that as well. <laughs> well, we owe you a thanks, Oliver, for your participation here. And the thing is, it's simple. Let's say you like the sun and the water and you always find yourself in a closet with like uh, all the windows covered, yes? Something else's agenda is overriding your agenda. Yeah, simple as that, simple diagnosis, yeah? And then there's a whole lot of yapping to convince you you wanna be in the closet and away from the water. Rationalizations, excuses, blaming, something happened to you when you were at the beach that day, and this and that, yes? But there is something that's vying for our life. Yeah? And it wants, to, it wants to turn the wheel one way when our actually underlying predilection is to have the wheel turn the other way. 
Yeah, and for some reason or another, because we don't see the exact nature and wrong, we still take it to be us. And I've seen people get be led to a point of suicide because they can't see the difference between what's talking to them in their head and them. Yeah, and they've had it so much they get to an unviable solution, which is to end it all. Yeah. So here, there's something that's living in us, and it has, it's sort of like something that likes a wet, damp, uh, dark environment, and you like a different environment, and you're still seemingly getting driven to the wet, damp, dark environment. Something has taken over the controls, yes? You read the higher powers wish for you is to be happy, joyous, and free, are you? Does it seem like what's running the show has that wish for you? Or is it it wants you to be alone and right? Yeah, there's two different agendas completely. Yeah, there's a whole lot of mental shenanigans and gymnastics to, to allow us to bear the unbearable of being taken over by something, yeah? And then the relief can be instantaneous, we call it a pause, where that whole mechanism gets stopped in its tracks and perhaps there's a different way. You can break out of the old shells of behavior. It's going to happen if you stay in our program. Yeah, those, a lot of old ideas are gonna crack open and a fucking new shoot, a new sprout's gonna come out of it. Yeah, and this is the better way. If I don't care, you know, see it any way you like. I see it as a parasitical movement because it allowed me to image it as not me so that I could actually abandon it or be free from it. When I, and I realized the problem by the solution because I realized I could not entertain being free from self as self. All I could do is entertain being free as self. I had to see self as something other than me to have that possibility of being free from it. I don't know. Maybe it'll be different for you. That's how it went with me. Yeah. So I don't care if it's true or not. I just want to see an image of it not being us because I know that's helpful, really. Yeah. If you want to try to rehab it and make it a service animal or a pet, go ahead. I don't see it as, I see it has its own nature that's foreign, really, to your nature. It is. Yeah. It's like trying to get used to wearing a shoe that's too small. I mean, fuck. And then you're, you've been taken, all possibilities have been taken away. This is the only shoe size you're ever going to have. You've got to make do with it. Do the best. No, fuck it. There's other shoes. Yeah. So, perhaps there is a better way. In that sense, AA is binary. It says it's either this or that. It's like the statement from Jesus. You can't serve two masters at the same time. It's very binary. It's either this or that. It's not like, oh, I'm going to rehab this to go along with that. No, it's really not. It's the old employer doesn't become the new employer after being rehabbed, yeah? It's a totally different employer, yes. <laughs> it's not like they wear new ties and it's like Friday casual without a, a you know button-up shirt. It's the same old employer. No, this is a new employer being all-powerful. It's going to take care of us. When? Now? Where? Here? What are the requirements? I like that deal. Stay close to it. You can't be far from everywhere. And performance works well. That's pretty loose. Yeah? I mean, that's pretty easy to fulfill the requirements. And what's the deal? You're going to be taken care of. Can you argue with that? I've had 34 years of evidence of being taken care of. A lot of times in spite of self, most of the time in spite of self. 
Yet if I was willing to let go of the old ideas and receive something new, my life thrived. Yeah, I was useful and purposeful. I had a seat assignment. Yes. I opened up to life and life brought a lot of joy in there. And I saw a lot of people go through metamorphoses and transformations in AA. I've seen facial structures change. That tension of like a rabbit wolf dropping. Yeah. I don't need any more evidence. There's the word perhaps isn't, it's a better way. It's not perhaps that there's a better way. It's the better way. Yeah. I've been on it 34 years. It's the better way. I am confident in saying that. Yeah. What is it? Trusting the infinite rather than finite self. Can the finite self trust the infinite and lose interest in self? No, it can't. Yeah. Hallelujah. You finally realize that. So what it says in page 63 or something, the great pivot point of the whole program, you lose interest in self and you gain interest in others and you look at life of what you can contribute instead of take from. That's a new, that's, that's vision, but it's a vision coming from a new basis. So you see differently. Yeah. That's what's in store for us. You see anew. The seeing was always there. It's now located on a new basis. Instead of a shaky tripod, it's solid. Yeah. Instead of only one way of looking at everything, it's 360 degrees. It can see things from a lot of points of view. Yes. Instead of being stuck with a certain aperture of all about me, it's been oiled. Now it's moving. Yes. You see like this. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. That's beautiful. Thanks for your question, Oliver. Um, I've got another question for you, Paul. Um, Sky, yeah. would you like to unmute yourself? Yes. Hi, Paul. Um, so my question, hi. Um, my question is, well, let me just take you on this journey. So yesterday I was in a meeting and I said, like, I believe that it's our will plus God's will combined, like co-creation, a conversation because of what you just said, because if you can see through spirit instead of self, sky's will becomes like a version of like my manifestations, my dreams, my declarations of like what the Lord or like spirit has placed in my heart in order to like come into fruition because I've had such like an oiling of my will I feel like my will is like justifiable to be in conversation and coinciding with God's will I feel like if I were to say like just God's will that wouldn't be accurate for how I live my life because like it is always a conversation and it is like the two of us combined like if God's up there with a whiteboard and let's say he had like this certain like plan for how our gifts were to go and then I act a different way and I'm an ice skater now he like can change the the whiteboard like change the story like we're a part of like God's will by being in our will coinciding with God's will you know what I mean my question is do you see what I'm saying <laughs> Yes, it says it in the book. You're gonna, you can align your will with his or okay. its. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is the what the program does. It's a, it's an alignment. You don't do the alignment. You do the program, mm -hmm. and by doing the program, you get aligned. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's just this is, uh, you know, in my view, recovery progresses, and these are these are. You notice certain progressions as you stay in the program. Yeah. And one of them is that it says, yes, you can now align your thoughts or whatever with that will. And then uh, being directed by principles instead of things that are appearing as facts, you mm -hmm. go by principles. And so now that 
alignment isn't aligned with that larger view. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's like, in the book. It describes. So like it is just called God's will then, because like, let's say spirit is the glove and self is inside it and spirit's guiding. That's like God's will guiding it. So it wouldn't be sky's will anymore mixed with God's will. It would be classified as God's will and we're aligned with it. Is that a better way of saying it? Yeah, you can say it. I don't say, think about it much, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I Yeah, yeah. And also you learn, see, you you learn how to face life successfully because you see the one option of listening to self and what that will propel and the consequences that can ensue. And then you have now you have ample evidence of being directed by good orderly direction. And so now you've learned you're leaning towards the good orderly direction instead of the the, the self impulse. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean by what I said, but I got deer in headlights. So I was like, let me check up on that with you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, the thing is, it's sometimes the feelings when wrapped in words get sort of seeming conflicting and divisive. Yes. But the intimacy of the feeling is really the direction to me. Yeah. So yeah. Well, nice to see you, Sky. Yes. You too. Very nice to see you. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. And thanks for your questions, Sky. I've got another question for you, Paul, from Virginia Hitch. You'd like to unmute yourself, Virginia. Hi, Paul. Um, this is just that this is um, not a question about the talk, but I was listening to one of your YouTube videos the other day and you mentioned Portugal and I wondered if you were coming back to Europe again. Uh, not today. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping we will. I, we don't have anything planned. The first thing we have planned is I've got to go down to Mexico. I don't want to say I got to go down. I'm setting it up to be, you know, I've, I've uh, signed up to go down to Mexico to do some talks down there for a few days in February, but hopefully we'll be back. We may do uh, another Zen bitch slap retreat and it could be in mm -hmm. Europe. Yeah, but I'll, okay. yeah, we'll always post it up in the, under the event page, if what we're going to do. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd like to go to Portugal. My I like my friend Vlad. I really I like him, so I'd like to see him. And uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but thank you. I always like seeing you, Virginia. So thank you for. Uh, thank you. Feelings yeah. mutual. <laughs> good. Good. Anyone else, uh, Rich? Yeah, I've got a question from Bruce, if you'd like to unmute yourself, Bruce. Yeah, hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, so if, if um, the seeing the seeing of what oneself is, is the seeing of what one is not, almost like the necessity, like that young lady was sharing. Uh, so seeing things from spirit or through spirit, um, which is total, you know, obvious at, at this point. Um, so um, seeing of what I'm not in others um, through spirit, seeing spirit in others that, you know, it's through sp the spirit in others that the self is being seen. Or there, there, that there's the seeing of self. It seems to just open up. I don't know. That's just what's come to mind. Thanks. Thanks, Bruce. Uh, yeah, just let that cook and see where it takes you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. A lot of times, uh, none of the meals are ever finished. They just keep more uh, plates get served. Yeah, it's like eating it with in Italy with an Italian family. 
you think the, the meal's <laughs> over and then uh, another course gets shows up. So <laughs> I tend to just sort of keep the end of the sentence open and see what happens. Guinea, guinea, what? You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Italian. Fischetti. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, so, thanks. Uh, I, the idea... Something arose that led to certain conditions that after a while demanded something, a solution, yeah? Now, at one time I spoke at a, I used to speak at this church and they had a big Bible on this, this podium thing. And this one night I went and they had it marked at the, a Psalm. And in the Psalm from the Old Testament, they were bitching about winos. Yeah, they're just like, what, we, what are we going to do with these people? And then this dilemma had really no solution until 1935, at least no formatted solution until 1935. And then something dropped in, something downloaded, and now a solution was made available to people who were seemingly hopeless, state of mind and body. Yeah, it's a mind boggling. Yeah. And then, yeah. um, so this dropped in. And so <clears throat> then people started to get relief from the problem and they could start seeing it more. And Bill W and people got downloads and they presented it an incredible uh, description of the problem. Yeah, self-centeredness. I bet yourself is the word said the most in the whole book. And they try, they try to point at, point at, and then a lot of behavioral practices came to sort of clamp down or limit the effect of the problem in people's lives. Yes? Same thing like with this idea of non-duality. Non-duality arose from this presence of duality. Yeah? So duality is a very misleading and very claustrophobic way of looking at things. And so in this possibility, a possibility showed up, which was non-duality, which is just a negation of duality. So basically, instead of looking for the truth, you look at what's not true from it, yeah? Because we are the truth. So instead of looking for the truth, which would be a disclaimer that we are the truth, we look at what's false, so to speak. And then by seeing what's false, there's an intimation of what's true. Yeah? Us. Yeah. Yes? So yeah. this is a like a technique here. This is how it works. So this isn't, we need to look at the old employer before we, uh, before the new, new employer can have a much larger influence. Yeah? So we've got to see the old employer because the old employer may appear to be the new employer, yeah? Because this is tricky. We're identified as something. We're identified as a mental image that's supported by all the mental processes. <laughs> and so it's easy, even though we had experiences at a young age when there was no sense of self, we didn't see our mother as other, we didn't know there was a person, it was just on, yeah? Yeah, whatever took over has gotten powerful. And it basically has given us an idea that it constantly repeats that we're Paul. I was Paul, I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul. And Paul has severely limited the options of what I really am. And it's insane to try to look for what I am from Paul because Paul is what I'm not. So all I need to do is see what I'm not, and I'll probably find out what I am. Instead of spending years looking for it, just see you're not that which is looking for it, and there's the finding of it, yes? So whatever it takes to get where you've never left, you know, that's what's happening. So non-duality isn't a topic that stands on its own. It's a reaction or a response to duality. That's all. And it's saying yeah, there yeah. is no duality. What? Yeah. So here, we're humbly saying that if you're listening or in any other mental processes, 
the mental process is constantly in the act of being identified as self, a long-lasting, independent, separate thing that may have spirit but isn't spirit yet. Yes? So I'm a thing, and maybe I want to be a non-thing. But the thing keeps constantly getting reinforced, and that's the dilemma or the arising of all the problems. Yeah. So we look at that from what we are. What we are hasn't gone anywhere. It's just covered up. It's just like the thing we talked about, that ancient Muslim temple in uh, Turkey. They were cleaning the tiles, and some of the tiles fell down, and there was an ancient Christian church there from the first century of christianity who knew for hundreds of years everyone went there for as a muslim temple did this all the while it was just covered up yeah so one tile fell while they were cleaning it and they saw there were other tiles underneath and they found out there was a church from early christianity unbelievable yeah this is the unsuspected inner resource. In that example, that temple yeah, had an unsuspected inner resource, a church. What happens is AA makes that unsuspected inner resource suspected, not by looking for it, by seeing the, other, the insanity of alcoholism. By recognizing what we're not, we'll find out what we are. Yeah. I humbly believe it. I do not believe you can find out what you are from what you're not. I just don't think it works. Yeah. So. Agreed. I truly, truly saw my life got captured by self, can't get out of self. It explained most of my life, tell you the truth, since I've been six years old. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I could have given you all the specifics, but when I looked at it, I I was shown it on a broad level. Basically, I've been trying to get out of self as self most of my life, really. (laughs) Blaming all the failures on self, going this, thinking more is going to have to work or more extreme shit. And then nothing ever worked because I'm not self. Yeah. If I if I was if I was something else, I should be able to get out of self. Yeah. But self can't get out of self. Yeah. So this is where the information or the knowledge has to be given is am I something other than self? If I am, I can get out of self. If I am, self can be abandoned to God. If I am, yes, I can be free from it. If I keep trying to be free as it, I'm bonded to self. My pursuit of freedom becomes a bondage of self. Don't you see it? You're talking all day about freedom, but that talking is is actually reinforcing the bondage because you're trying to be free as a self. Yes? That's the hope I have. That's what I'm sharing. Just to see it for one second can change everything. Yeah. Why do you think they came up with self can't get out of self? It's not out of the book. It was out of people's experiences in in early recovery. They were trying to get out of the problem as the problem. And so they made an incredibly profound statement. Self can't get out of self. That doesn't mean you stop practicing the program. It doesn't mean anything that your head will tell you it means. It means you've got to look at something because self can't get out of self. It ain't going to do it through the program. It didn't do it through drugs. It's not going to do it through an upper level financial status. It's not going to do it with going totally bohemian. Self can't get out of self. Yeah. And then it's not your particular circumstances that cause the failure. Self can't get out of self. That's it. It doesn't matter <laughs> if I don't, you know, if my master wouldn't have died, I would be out of self by now. Self can't get out of self. Yes. So then practicing, practicing these principles in all our affairs. 
Exactly. We're just, hey, here you are. Practice these principles, all your affairs, and borrow these glasses. The message here, yes? While you're practicing these principles, all your affairs, see what's going on. Is something saying it's the one that's practicing these principles in all your affairs? Yeah. <laughs> you'll see the guests, you'll see the guests try to say it's the host of the house because you'll be in the house finally. <laughs> you're not out of if you seemingly are out to lunch, <clears throat> something can tell you what you ate for lunch. If you're out to lunch, it's telling you what you ate and ordered and shit like that. You're not yes. You're out to lunch. Something's taking you over. Tell the truth. And that's the beginning of freedom from the bondage of self. It's not freedom from self, you see. Self is a mental idea floating around. The bondage is us taking ourselves to be self. That's the bondage, yes? The head is just presenting something. It presents the only story. It has a stock story that you're the one. It presents life that way. Yeah. We're either completely believing it or not. That's going to be the basis of even traveling heavy or lighter. Yes. And it's all pivoting on that statement in big book, losing interest in self. It did not say you will lose interest in self. It says losing interest in self. Because humbly, I believe a lot of them realized the you was infected as self. <clears throat> yes? So there never was a bondage to self from this um, looking, seeing through spirit. No, then, but there's an experience the... of the bondage of self. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I better get See? off because I'm going to go over here at you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for your question, Bruce. Uh, there's no more questions at the minute, Paul. So, Do you want to say goodbyes? Or talk about yes, more? I do. First, we're going to have another meeting today. I'm on fire today. Yes, something's cooking me, so. You should get it hot, I'm telling you. So there's another meeting today at 4.30 Pacific time. I probably won't cool down by then. So um, come and join us. All the information's on Zen Bitchlap under events, zenbitchlap.com. Okay, let's, uh, Michael, Stacy, thank you. I don't know what happened. I think the, uh, the Wi-Fi just had a hiccup, yeah. Once anything happens, I have no ability to to fucking, you know, troubleshoot or anything. I'm just powerless. <laughs> I just cut you off one sec, Paul. Paul, would you happen to have, um, since you're on fire, would you have time for one last question? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. But I'm get, well, I am also have to go to the bathroom. So there's a there's a okay. race between the fire and the bathroom. <laughs> Go for it, Tony. You can do it. All right. Hey, thank you. My name is Tony. Um, I just want to say thank you. This is my first time here. Paul, you have unlocked, well, I say the spirit has unlocked so many things today. And so thank you for allowing that to move through you, uh, for being willing to take your time to share that with us, with me, especially. I've, I'm, I've got notes, pages and pages. So blown away. And thank you for the friend that invited me here. Uh, I just wanted to put that out there, man doors are being unlocked and I'm, I'm just really grateful that I showed up today. So I just, thank you. Go take a leak. All right. Thank you. Thank you very Thanks, much. It's beautiful. Uh, beautiful. Thank you, Tony. Yeah. That's uh, if I had a hope, that would be my supreme hope to have a reaction like that. Yes. So, uh, all right, John in Florida. Nice to see you, John, John, the whole thing is opening up for John. He's like, uh, it's like watching a flower in the process of blooming. It's very good. Yeah. He may have an old stalk, but the the petals are getting a little lively there. All right. We got Jack G. Jack G. I got a I just got an old uh uh rocking chair. I may have to use it. Yeah. 
Rich A, nice to see you, bro. Thank you for the service. Thank you for uh, taking over the meeting. We got, oh, I see Barbara has uh, made a move into Roman. Roman and Barbara. Yes. Yes. We had our little, they were always sitting on the other side of the bus from me. Yes. It didn't help. <laughs> no, no. I think it was in this, it was in the cards, bro. Things hot, things happen. All right. We got uh Sky, always a pleasure to see Sky show around. Yeah. Always a pleasure, Paul. All right. We got Kathleen as always. Hey, I just realized a lot of people sent me uh some nice donations. I really appreciate it. I didn't see it for a while. And I just went and I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I can get a croissant with the coffee now this afternoon. Thank you. Yes. It has to be day old, but still, that's pretty good. I appreciate the uh, intention. We got Walter from Amsterdam. Nice to see you somewhere there. We got Chris. Nice to see you, Chris. Deborah, too, as always. Alex, nice to see you there. Oh. We got Lisa J. Nice to see you there, honey. The lights pouring out of the window. Roman and Barbara, there they are. I'm not let, I'm not listening to Roman. He's got a he's got a sly sense of humor. Yeah. Jeffrey, Seattle. Jeff P down in Southern Cal, riding the bike. Yeah. Probably one to two foot surf. Ah, yes, not even. I was being generous. We have Kristen. Nice to see you, Kristen. Nice to see you, honey. Yes. We got Jed. There he is. Nanette, as always. Thank you, Nanette, for everything. Yeah. I don't need that candle, Nanette. You're as you're as bright as that candle for me. Yeah. But I like I like the uh I like the prop. It's pretty good. Yeah. Tony, thank you. Uh Santa Maria, California. Very good. We got Listening today, I like that. Amy, yes. <laughs> Listening today, Amy. Nice to see you from Seattle. Hi, uh, Paul. Hello. Let's see. Uh, we got Bill Churchman. Oh, this is like Murder's Row. We got Bill Churchman, Al, and Bruce. Yes. Nina, as always. What a... Uh, so happy I met Nina alive. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. We got Mick, Mika. Uh, no, Mickey. Mickey is the matriarch of Madeira. Yeah. We got Bruce. Bruce is up in the attic or somewhere. I don't know. Uh, we got Steve from San Diego. We got Alex. Jesse Lockhart from Ireland. Nice to see you, Jesse. Mia, she's on the she's probably back in san diego yeah should be we got annette miranda oliver from berlin greta greta came back you're doing all right today greta yes good good to hear very nice uh i think that's about it hey listen i will again we'll be on at 4 30 pacific time and if not we'll be back here thursday and it's all on Zen Bitch Lab. See ya. Bye bye. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, hope your blood is dead strong. <laughs> bye, everyone. Recording. Great. Where's Rich? Great job, Rich. Thank you.